This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Gohan from Dragon Ball Super, and you are listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. Excuse me, Gohan, this is more of a narrator type thing. Uh, okay. Just do it more like a next time on Talk Time Live. Uh, next time on Talk Time Live. Don't quit your day job, Gohan. Previously on Talk Time Live exclusive. Overall, this game, while it's not the best or even a standout to other anime related ty- uh, video games, is a solid, fun experience for fans of the series. If this game was in arcades like in the late 90s, this would have been a hit, no doubt, like bar none. However, the fans definitely want more bang for their buck and more fanfare for their funds. And with it being $49.99, the game that, uh, you know, it's a $49.99 game that also has a season pass, which also I believe is $19.99. So you're paying about 70 bucks for this game. I feel that the price is way too steep for a game that doesn't give you its all. That's that's legit. Like while this is a very fun game, I know the ga- I know there are games out there for that same price that gives you so much more. Uh, and we just talked about Mortal Kombat 11. Uh, that game went out for the same exact price. Actually, I think it even was like for $59.99. And plus the season pass. It's that's worth every penny I got from it. Okay? That that was worth every damn penny this got. This Nah, this needed to be toned down a bit as far as price. Like, I I wouldn't even recommend. I wouldn't even recommend this. I mean, even if you're a fan, I I do recommend this game. But I also recommend getting this when it's on sale. Unfortunately, and this is real, and it's only because it. I feel like they they could have done so much more in the form of um production and presentation with this. I mean, the the story mode with the uh, manga style story mode is okay. But yeah, no, man, not compared like this. This series has become a very popular anime series, much like Dragon Ball, Naruto, um, Bleach, all those cats and all those um, shows. I really believe that they could have given this the treatment and it didn't just recently. They broke box office records with their movie. So now more than ever. They should have been able to jump on, you know, jump on this while the iron's hot. You know, strike when the iron's hot. Get the actual uh, voice actors. You know, they have the. They didn't. The thing is about it, when it comes to the presentation, they didn't even have to do new audio. They have all the ADR scripts there. They could have just grabbed the audio that they had from the Funimation Studios, put it on the game. For the, for the English cat, and that's it. I don't understand why they, they didn't do that. This week, we finally get to check out what Sony has to offer as we get to see the reveal of PlayStation 5 and all the games that come along with it. Plus, I will talk about my second attempt to play Tales of Vesperia, the definitive edition on the Nintendo Switch. Lastly, I will give an updated review of My Hero Academia 1's Justice 2, now with dual audio. All this and more as ACMG presents Talk Time Live Extra Select Start. Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extras. Select start with your host, 
Welcome back to another episode of Select Start. I am your host, Xavier Josiah. I hope everybody is having somewhat of a great week, or at least a good week, as we are still going through the ever-going battles of equality. (laughs) So I am here to entertain you for at least an hour or so to talk about our favorite fandoms, one of our favorite fandoms at least, and that's gaming. We have a loaded show today. Of course, we're going to be talking about the ps5 review and rundown everything from there plus i got a few other things that i wanted to talk about as well but we can't talk about any of that until we get down to business with this controversial news that just came out and unfortunately as much as we want the black lives matter to go in motion and we'd hope that it would just stay out of certain areas but we lately since the Black Lives Matter movement continued, I want to say started. It really didn't. It's already it's always been around. It's just elevated to a maximum level now because it needed to. And with that said, you have people that are coming out of the woodworks revealing themselves as racist and giving their opinions even though every time somebody else gives their opinion, they get fired, they get arrested, something. It, it, they get exposed. It, 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 it's, it's, I don't. I don't get it. I really don't get it. Well, unfortunately, it has hit our one of our favorite fandoms, and that is the world of gaming. I haven't heard anything anime yet. I have heard some movie stars or whatever get into some situations as well, and some TV stars. But we'll talk about that on Sunday. And um, God, don't hit anime. I swear to goodness. But unfortunately, we got to talk about it here because this the 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 movement has moved into the gaming world because for some reason there are people out there there are certain white people out there i'm gonna just put it i'm just say it as it is who believe that they can do whatever they want and this is part of the problem is that people feel entitled and privileged to be able to say whatever they want and without any you know any any penalties and that's not the case now because everybody's getting exposed finally and i don't i don't i I don't know if this is an act of desperation on the part of those who are you know saying these things or or you know taking these actions and, and and advocating these ways because you know now everybody's fighting back in it and they can no longer really keep it a secret but i'm telling you now as you know someone in a black community A lot of us knew about all this stuff that was going on in the world, whether it be in the corporate, whether it be with the cops, whether it be whatever. We already knew about this stuff. We it just never came out. And now it's like so out in the open to a to a level I've never seen before in my life. It is crazy. But we knew this. We knew this just based on actions. It's like you don't have to say it not to see it. (laughs) You know? that that, that's always been my case like just because you don't say it doesn't mean we don't say it and just because 
you don't see it. It's just because we, uh, you know, we see it doesn't mean it, it, you know, it's not happening. And if that makes any sense, because there, there's some actions that people would take, whether in the job world or whatever. And it's like, you know, it is what it is, but we can't, we can't point it out because, you know, we can't accuse them of it, but the, it, the actions is there or we will get penalized for a penalty. You know, we, we would get, um, I, I, I guess like punished for it if we make any accusations to that matter. But now we're seeing it out in the open so much more now. And unfortunately, um, when it comes to Riot Games, one of their executives actually felt that they were powerful enough to voice their opinion, too, in thinking that he wasn't going to get away with it. Or he just sabotaged himself into saying, screw it. I'm I'm just going to let out. I mean, this is what's happening now. Like, cops are just doing whatever they want. Not all cops, but, you know, there's some rogue cops out there that just like, regardless of the fact that people are getting punished for their for what they're doing people are still doing it there's the guy from fedex who was who just got fired because he did it during a protest in new jersey he put a knee on somebody's uh neck as a way of uh antagonizing the protesters it's just ridiculous but in riot games executive ron johnson place on leave due to controversial posts on facebook regarding why he believes george floyd died which this is beyond corn i'm gonna read this ron johnson writes this on facebook this is no re- this, this is no reason to condone his killing by the officer at uh, at all which still needs to be investigated as a potential crime it is a learning opportunity for people and your kids to teach that this type of criminal lifestyle never results in a good thing or good things happening to you or those around you. What he's saying is not wrong, but it's it, it's it's the direction of what he said or how he said or, or the nature of what he said. He what he basically is saying, followed by a meme that's on here that in the meme is just basically telling alleged crimes or whatever that george floyd may have done during his time and i don't know how true this is it just gives a list of crimes that he was that he went to jail for he was prison he went to prison for 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 uh, cocaine or robbery whatever i don't know where he got this information from it doesn't really matter because at the end of the day nobody should die nobody should die for any of those reasons look if even if it was that that nobody deserves to die he he died for a 20 dollar bill a a a a fake 20 dollar bill at that nobody there's so much to that that nobody knows but it's, it's just ridiculous but it goes on to say when he was the meme goes on to say is when he was killed he was high on meth getting ready to drive a car and possibly kill your kid too bad the pregnant woman didn't have a gun and this he mentions this basically on uh the fact that um it claims that in 2007 on the meme five years in armed robbery of a pregnant woman in her home i don't know where this information come from i really don't care how do you try to justify the fact that he was killed and he deserves to die and that's what this that's what the whole post was aiming at and yeah 
the, inter the internet got pissed off and the internet got crazy and rightfully so because this is the pro this is one of the problems of racism that is going on for quite some time whenever somebody whenever this happens and somebody dies everybody focuses on well what did he do how did he get um to the in this situation it doesn't matter because here's the deal we've learned that there are white people who've gotten arrested for worse crimes and never got killed all of those people who from those who the the, the murderer who shot uh the people in church to people that the kids that shot up um high schools never got this treatment when they were detained they were detained with bulletproof vest it's out there and none of it happened and i'm sorry that we are getting into this part but this is game related because ron johnson brought it into the gaming world and basically the developer behind the popular online game in esports title league of legends took immediate action and placed johnson on leave pending the investigation i don't understand what pending an investigation is needed for because it's on his facebook page is right there and I, it, they usually say this as a formality but it, dude he needs to be fired it's just ridiculous this is not a good representation for any company at all and um his actions violates company values according to um those in riot games they also wrote a statement saying that we are aware of the offensive social media posts made by a riot uh, employee we know we know who it is <laughs> and then and launch and have launched an investigation the investigation just look at the, the, uh, the investigation is just look at the social media page that's it how hard is that going to be we'll say firmly that the state the sentiment in that image is apparent uh against our values and directly counter to our beliefs that addressing systemic racism requires immediate uh societal change which we detailed in the uh in the commitments we made friday we, while we don't discuss the details of our investigation, which is only just to look at the damn posts or their outcomes, we were following the disciplinary process closely and have, have placed him on leave pending its conclusion. Not saying that he's still getting paid or not, regardless. So just want to point that out as well. So what else? What, my thoughts. What else is there to think of? It's, it's blatantly right there. You know, this is along the lines, this is as bad as the uh, CrossFit uh, owner who just got uh, disbanded from his own company as a result of this because he thought he can get away, uh, say everything. You know, they're sitting along the lines of Papa John, but then again, Papa John is sitting in a damn mansion right now with living his lifestyle, regardless, regardless, you know? People, I don't know how long is it going to be before all this change comes before we can really make moves to really make change in this world and this country this just country but we need to keep it going not only just people now realizing and learning about all these things i just talked to my cousin john uh shout out to him on uh who's my cousin from my uh my wife's 
side of the family who reached out he's caucasian it's a long story my wife is from um she's uh asian by way of india but she was adopted uh and he you know he reached out to me recently about everything and we had a talk we never really actually had a conversation the first time we ever conversation before but it was a needed conversation because he was very concerned he's always kind of reached out to me a lot on, on my on social media from time to time but he felt being the christian that he is that he wanted to reach out and really you know extend his hand to try to help to try to understand to try to learn and you gotta give a chance you gotta give a chance to those who are willing to do it you gotta give a chance to those who are really really willing to put the effort to make change we need that we need the numbers we don't isolate anybody we should not isolate anybody in this in order to make this change in order to weed out all of the other people out there my people we're her community right now We've always been a her community. This is nothing new. Think about it. Generate decades of all of this happening. Do you know how much of a mental, mental weight that that puts on us? You know, when we find out, when we learn more about systemic racism and how, you know, the industry and everything about it, you know, and, and society has, has orchestrated a way to try to put us in our place where we can't elevate, where we can't succeed. And while we're fighting and scrounging and trying to climb a long mountain and, and you talk about the glass ceiling, we were the originators of the climbers that reached that glass ceiling. And and every time we go, it makes it, it makes it that much more harder to break. So that, that cliche glass ceiling thing, we constantly get to that glass ceiling. And when we get there, it breaks this is why we got people like that in the office think about it we got people like that in high in a high um you know positions and jobs like that like if you're if you're black and want to be a game developer or a engineer or whatever in the industry a designer in the industry it's hard to get into that industry it's hard to get in any industry because they don't hire even Look, I got a computer science degree. I have art and design uh, capabilities. And I studied art and design in college as well. Yet it is so hard to get into the industry. I can't even put my face on a resume without even being able to get hired. You know, in some ways I have to, you know, sometimes I have to be filtered in to getting a position. A lot of us have to do that regardless of how well we did in college or whatever like that it's set up that we can't win or at least not many of us and that's why you only see like one or two within i always say a sea a speck of pepper and a sea of salt that's why you always see that because they make it so hard to get in you talk about the hunger games dude (laughs) we we were we were the originators of this okay um it's just it's insane it's insane and we need to get those people out we need to get that evil out of the way in order to really 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 shine and really find some form of equality you know it's it's incredible we are so far behind and it's not for the sake of trying it's 
just we got people like that in office and we got people like that in in industries that think that way and that's why we don't get the jobs that we do if you ever want to understand why we don't get the jobs that we do and why we can't get as far and why you only see like once in every once every once in a while that is the reason people like ron johnson hell i'm telling you now if i had if i absolutely had that opportunity if i knew that opportunity was out there as much as what i've accomplished right now you damn sure know i would have been in this industry a long time ago in a much deeper premise in a much deeper situation but they don't make they make it really really hard for you to do and that's the truth so i mean what are you going to do we gotta we gotta do what we gotta do is in any form or fashion or way that we can this also creates this also creates a lot of like turmoil within my community as well because there's not a lot of opportunities out there and you know think about that when you have people like ron johnson out there you know keeping us from uh, you know achieving upward mobility yo seriously <laughs> how do you think imagine if that was your community say if for all the for anybody who is caucasian or any other race out there you know for black and brown people to try to elevate to be a part of the community to elevate to to have value imagine if in your community that isn't black and brown imagine if everything that happened to us happened to you in that fashion and you know you were just doomed to be in this type of situation do you know how bad that is do you know how crazy your community would be and how people will hate you because you're getting somewhere that others are not and i mean this is why we got to fight so hard to do what we got to do we have a big fight ahead but hopefully one they fire ron johnson completely and terminate him two we get every one of them and weed them all out they don't deserve the privileges that they have there's a lot of people that don't deserve the privileges that they have right now that is the truth but i digress let's move on to some more lightning and lose it's time to talk about sony people sony first of all before i even say anything sony to everybody involved in sony thank you again for postponing this because their day the original day for this was the exact day that the george floyd memorial was going to be and that's it would it would have been the most inappropriate day and it would have showed a sign of inconsideracy on their on their part and respectfully they decided to postpone the date and i think this was the most appropriate uh time to do it so kudos to them on that it, it it's not forgotten um that they you know put a pause on this because this is a big deal for them and they felt that there was something way more important and, and and that we deserve to hear a voice and i think sony i mean sony has always had their situations especially in regards to spider-man but they've also made it up in certain ways and i think they made it up in this one because this presentation was everything that we wanted to see this is the sony of old this was sony three years ago at e3 providing us some of the best and now we understand and now if you guys remember three years ago after i think the year after sony made that big announcement with uh shinmu and uh final fantasy 7 and all this stuff the the biggest 
year of E3 in years. They started filtering about, and most likely it was because they were working on this. So they couldn't present everything because they were focusing on making sure that this came in and they would get this impact. So I guess Sony, in a, in a sense, knew what the hell they were doing. And, they, and, and, and the results were yesterday. Um, the Sony press conference revealed the future of gaming show finally came an hour and 14 minutes of showing us what we're going to expect for the next gen console and in my personal opinion they did not disappoint one bit through this this reminded me of the old i mean this was a video presentation due to COVID 19 but i was thinking the whole time if this was in that theater uh at e3 this would have blew everybody's mind i mean just from the door so we're gonna run down everything that is going on i got the presentation on my screen right now but i also have notes that i'm going to be following because my notes are going to be a lot faster than what i'm seeing on screen so let's get to it man there was a graphic that appeared in the first segment takes you that takes us back into the years of playstation through the beginning to the recent and then it takes us to the first game that it presents, which is Rockstar Games, uh, which premieres GTA 5's expansion. Now, this is a whole new story, apparently, with a lot of really crazy things going on this time around. I, in listening to this, listening to this, the, the trailer, looking at the trailer, there was a familiar voice that sounded uh, very familiar in there, and it sounded like Ice Cube from nwa was in this um game so he could be doing a voice role for this as well also noticeable was a lot of crazy saint row saints row like action like really wacky stuff that's going on that's going to happen in this expansion some new ways of playing camera views and stuff like that it, it's really interesting it was really 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 interesting uh to see uh the new expansion is coming in 2021 uh they also talked about that there will be a million dollar contest that is announced apparently they're going to give I, don't, I i'm pretty sure i heard this right that they're going to give away a million dollars every week leading to the premiere of this new expansion i don't know what the hell is going on and i gotta re i gotta check that back again to see and I, I may have mentioned it before because I'm re-watching it on my screen as I'm talking about this. But if I see it, I'll make mention of it again because um, that's a lot of money, especially during this time of our economy. So we then go to president and CEO of Sony Interactive, Jim Ryan, ho who hosts the presentation uh, of this event. And we go to our first game. And this one, I guarantee you, if we were, if this was live in the theater at E3, the crowd would have went bananas. Absolutely bananas. PS Studios, which is now the new studios that is going to be producing a lot of these games, um, along with other developers and, and such like that. PS Studios presents it to us the brand new. I, I can't say sequel. I can't say sequel to this, but the brand new Spider-Man game feature Miles Morales. Yes, this is not going to be Spider-Man Two. I think I it's, it's I think it's going to be in connection to that, but this is technically a spinoff because the title of it is called Miles Mor uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales, and it's going to be focused on Miles Morales because if you remember in the uh, in the original Spider-Man game, 
he got his powers he had his you know he managed to you know get bit and everything and they started you know doing some development with him at the end of it we see him climbing uh you know peter's wall so peter is going to i guarantee i guarantee you peter's going to be in there you know training him or whatnot but we get to see him we get to see the iconic now iconic suit of miles morales the one from the comic books not one from the actual movie which i love the comic book version much better uh i like the movie one too but you know it's just his origin story but nonetheless um this is going to be awesome this is absolutely going to be awesome i'm so looking forward to this and this to me capitalized the entire thing it, it really jumped off the entire thing uh for the presentation i was like okay we are getting our spider-man game even better we're getting a miles morales spider-man game and here's the thing too i want to point this out too because this was interesting and talk about great timing because now with the black lives matter movement and i know this wasn't which makes this even better okay one million dollar in cash every month until gta expansion comes in i just saw that so yeah it is a month that's crazy um six months this is june july about six months so about six million dollars they're going to give away on gta just want to point that out for rockstar games so if you're interested jump on that um but the the deal is is that this was already pre-planned before any of this happened so in hindsight this actually makes this better for sony because they didn't jump on a bandwagon of black lives matter they were already trying to show great representation in the world of marvel as marvel normally does anyway plus for their for their company so they this this like the iron was struck while it's hot and this was a great time the, the timing couldn't be more perfect for them to present this game letting us know that we're going to be playing this game not only are we going to be playing this game but we're going to be playing this in the holiday season this year this is coming holiday 2020 at the end of the year so this is going to be a great 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 gift for i guarantee you this is going to be the hottest selling game out of all the games that is mentioned on this presentation it is a lot of games mentioned on this presentation also i want to point out that we did a poll for this um at the end and i will talk about this poll when we finish doing all the presentations and they're doing the i'm actually at the part right now on the screen where they're doing the uh trailer for miles morales and it shows him holding a wall and his venom blast is kicking in and his suit is forming this is so awesome and you're hearing him talk and you're seeing it and i'm recognizing the design of the suit and you know it's spider-man i was like holy crap but i thought it was peter but in fact it's black and red which means it's miles and man he looks awesome <laughs> he looks awesome we also get to see gameplay footage within it as well so it you know it looks everything like we you know mentioned but it just looks a little bit better you also see him with a hoodie that looks very familiar <laughs> and uh the suit looks awesome they don't announce who he's fighting but we get to see gameplay footage you see him doing the venom blast and everything and uh this is gonna be awesome if you guys don't read the comic book or you guys seen and he looks very older too he he looks like a could be like 18 19 or something like that in college by now uh this is awesome and insomniac games is gonna kill it holiday 2020 is coming out uh also want to note 
they don't say whether it's going to be on a PS4, but I got a feeling uh, for those who won't be able to get a PlayStation 5, I think it's going to be on a PlayStation 4 as well. So um, I'm looking forward to it. It's just, it was the highlight of my day. This is the, Actually, this is the one thing I wanted to see. I mean, it was two. Like God of War is probably the other one, but Spider-Man was like, we got to get another Spider-Man. We got to get another Spider-Man by the time PS5 comes out. So I was ex- I was ecstatic for this. Uh, I, I I mean I could have stopped right there and, and going from there. So then we got um, Polyphony Games, or I believe Industries. I believe for uh, I forgot the name of the company. That let me go back. It's uh, Polyphony Digital, actually, who presented an all new Gran Turismo game. Gran Turismo Seven is coming to the PlayStation Five. I I'm not a racing fan. There's only a few racing games that I will ever play. But I respect this game so much. And I said this before. I respect this game so much that I would actually buy the game just for the simple visual. The visuals were way ahead of its time. Like even in back in the PlayStation 2. The visual designs were so photorealistic even back then. I used to call this a game built by God. And it doesn't disappoint to this day. It looks so real. And I know a lot of like this, their game, like Gran Turismo, the racing games would look so real in these games where other games didn't look nearly as real on a PlayStation 2 and a 3. And each time they moved up to a different generation, it just looks better. And this is no different. This is absolutely no different. This game looks spectacular. The, the cars look like you can just walk up to them and get in on uh, in them at this point. There's going to be a lot of great customizations in this thing. I mean, even the leather interior in the game, the chrome finish, you know, it, it's just, it's, it's awesome. I don't know if I'm going to get this game <laughs> to this time around because I can't drive worth a damn. That's where I fall from this. But I always respected this series because it is just from an artistic standpoint and a visual standpoint is just spectacular we haven't seen a gran turismo game in so long and it's great to that the the king of them all is finally coming back so i am looking forward to this there's also going to be uh another racing game that i may actually get that looks interesting because this doesn't look like it's going to be that hard to play but uh we'll talk about that in a few the next game that they mention is another PlayStation icon that is coming back. An all new Ratchet and Clank, uh, Clank game is coming out called Rift Apart. Now, which is so interesting about this new Ratchet and Clank, uh, Clank game is that it appears to be a third person shooter this time around. So they, they are changing the gameplay format of this. And I'm interested. It's, it's interesting. I'm not exactly. Now, I'm, I'll, I'll be truthful. I'll be, uh, I'll, be, I'll tell you the truth here. I'm not exactly a I don't particularly like third person uh, third person shooter games for one reason. And I've played some. I've played Transformers. Um, You know, I've actually played those. I played a few others. But one reason why I cannot I, I cannot work with that. And that is because of the fact that the camera always pans to the back and you never see the front. Now, granted, when I looked at the trailer, which is on right now here. I did notice that when not shooting at people, 
that you do you are able to see you know move around freely until you start to um you know go at other enemies or whatever so i think they kind of made you know made it in i think they heard some people like myself who were like i third person shooters are cool but the fact that i can't pan the camera around to see the faces or whatever always kind of rubbed me the wrong way and it, it just it, i i wasn't a big fan of it um but another thing that i really like about this game first of all it looks absolutely gorgeous i love the lighting and the shadows and everything going on here um you know the colors are really vibrant as you could ever possibly make but there's another little gimmick here that i like and this is um this new device that it, it grapples him it's a grappling type of device that pulls him into what it looks like a warp hole or a teleporting hole or something like that so yeah you are going to be a first person shooter which is going to be interesting um via gears of war and some extent you know mega man legends to that extent as well uh i would say more like mega man legends because i think mega man legends had you doing the same thing uh whereas like you you shoot you know in third person from the back of you know the character that you're playing but when you're not you're moving around you know freely so which means the camera can pan at you doing everything from that point but there's also going to be a new character that they uh kind of introduced in there as well so i'm looking forward to that coming as well so um we then go on to, to uh what else is there square enix is also presenting a new game and everybody including myself when we were watching it we did a watch party in the acmg facebook group when we were watching it the first thing we saw square enix i'm like oh please let this be final fantasy 7 part 2 <laughs> unfortunately it was not but in its place was a uh, a game called project athea designed exclusively for the playstation 5 and it shows a female hero with really really extremely um cool powers uh, which is sort of a it, it like has her in a post-apocalyptic uh and paleolithic world so there wasn't too much gameplay footage shown in here it was more like trailer footage but i am interested i'm very much interested in seeing what this is going to be it looks very interesting uh looks like it may be an action role-playing game in the works so uh i'm interested I'm, I'm excited about that uh regardless of the fact it wasn't what we really wanted but this is still project athea looks awesome so um a really interesting uh cute title that also appeared after this uh involving a world where robots rule but also within it are cats and you play as a cat actually if you want to get tech if you want to get technical a butterscotch tabby and I know this because I used to own one when I was a kid, uh, which is the the, few, the orange and white striped cats that you may see like everywhere um, in 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 the streets or whatever like that or strays that you see. And in fact, the game is called Stray, so it wasn't too much information in regards to gameplay footage or whatever. It was more just like a uh, teaser trailer at best and that it will be coming on 2021 it looks interesting you know i'm a cat person so we'll see how far that goes to see if i will actually check that out um then they also took a break to talk about playstation 5's features uh which included 
4K Ultra uh, HD, uh, haptic feedback for the controller. I guess that means is to say that it's going to collect data every single time you use the controller to uh, improve it on itself. Almost like I guess I guess like an AI. I think they talk about that way back during that other presentation. Adaptive controller uh, triggers, which was something that absolutely was talked about in that presentation. The adaptive triggers is going to it's going to be that's going to be a really cool feature to really immerse you into the game experience whereas um give an example let's say uh alloy and we'll talk about that very shortly as well alloy on uh horizon zero dawn when she has the bow and arrow it's you know for that particular game it's going to give you a bit a little bit of a pullback so when you're pushing on a trigger you're not going to be able to push the trigger as easy because you're put there's going to be some intensity involved in it so this is like kind of the same thing with the um with the rumble pack when the rumble pack first came in it was supposed to the idea was supposed to immerse you into the experience so when something of a big impact happened the rumble pack goes off this is the next generation of that so that's going to be a really really cool standout feature for this uh the controllers is also going to include usb support um which is going to be interesting i don't know what it's going to include headset jack 3d audio uh, and, and much more. Uh, I'm pretty sure motion detection is going to be also in there as well. So that's the thing. The um, Project Athea is on right now on my screen. And it's, it's going to be interesting. It uh, looks like it's definitely a post-apocalyptic world. But also, like I said, a paleolithic type of thing where a lot of creatures is going to be in here. Mutated creatures or whatever. Uh, very interesting. I am excited about it. I, I, I am imp- excited about this. Uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing more coming from that game. Uh, then we have PS Studios presenting to us another third-person shooter sci-fi uh, thriller called Returnal. And this was interesting. And, uh, another female uh, protagonist here uh, who plays an astronaut crashing into an uninhabited planet. And... It's looking like we're gonna see how she survives. So it, this had that, this had that kind of like Death Stranding type of feel to it because it's the photorealistic character design. She looks absolutely real. You can see the pores from her skin, that type of thing. And she's, you know, guess she's gonna be trying to survive this planet here and see what's gonna inhabit it and such like that. So that's going to be a thing uh no i don't believe they gave a uh, date for that as well so uh but then we go to sumo digital who brings back yet another iconic character in the playstation uh list of first party games and that is Sackboy. Sackboy is back this means that this is an exclusive to playstation Sackboy is back and Sackboy's a big adventure and this time a 3d platformer so this is he's no longer going to be like any 2d side scrolling adventure this is totally 3d uh if i mean when i looked at it it reminded me of you know the mario games and in particular uh, mario odyssey so this is going to be interesting i i like it looks great it looks awesome uh any of the any of the uh, Big Little Planet games always looked awesome. Another game that looked to me ahead of its time, and I'm 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 very interested. I think as time goes by, if I'm gonna buy that, I, you know, I, I've bought Big Little Planet games before, but I never finished them. 
I never finished them at all. So um, the Stray game, by the way, just played up. And uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Kitty cats. There you go. So yeah, that's coming out very soon. Uh, I mean, not very soon, but that's coming out down the line for the PlayStation 5. Then what I believe is going to be the new eSport game of 2021 and beyond. Uh, PS Studios presents a new killer destruction derby game called Destruction All-Stars. And this consists of rage. Uh, before I continue with that, the controller uh, presentation is coming on right now. And pretty much everything I said is going to be a part of it. I got to say that um, the controller looks beautiful. I like the new white design. I love the new white design. It's different. Um, I'm all for it. It looks sleek. It looks cool. It, it reminds me of... Um, I forgot what robot that they're going to talk about, but uh, it, lo it looks awesome. But going back to uh, Destruction All-Stars, in 3D audio, I'm really interested to see what that is. Because if it's anything like their rat last dual shot controller that scares the hell out of me every once in a while, it's going to be a crazy thing. But Destruction All-Stars is kind of... Um, what is the game? The game I forgot the game that they're playing now in esports that I own in multiple game systems. Um, but it, it it's basically a construction derby, and I love it because it's like you're just crashing into other uh, you know other cars and all the stuff in different ways, or blowing them up in certain different fashions in an arena. So I looked at this and I'm like, yeah, this is going to be the new e, e game coming. It looks awesome. I think that's going to be a game a racing game or a car um you know it is a racing game it's going to be a racer that i am going to be interested in playing it's a competitional game it's probably going to be online uh heavy very very online heavy and competitive right there so i am looking forward to that um a new game called by a uh, new game by and let me i'm sorry let me rephrase that a new game by ember lab called uh kenna bridge of spirits looks really cool has a really cool zelda breath of the wild vibe to the game maybe something i i can get into and i i see a lot of games that are going to try to have try to capture that same experience that zelda breath of the wild did and i i get it <laughs> i get it zelda breath of the wild zelda breath of the wild changed the way we played 3d formats like that and it was very very interesting how that game with that didn't have as much power as you know the playstation 4 or the xbox one still was able to dominate as far as when it comes to gameplay and visuals it, it you know and now it it made all of the other um you know developers and companies try to go and do what they did and not many are <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see what um ken uh kenna or kina bridge of spirits is going to do in, in that format is it going to be exactly like it or is it going to bring something different to the table because after what they did on what nintendo did it's going to be hard to really trace it out so we got right now on my screen is the uh the game the game i was talking about um returnal and it is a third person. It is a th uh, not a third person. It's a uh, 3D platformer with some first person uh, elements to it as well. And some third person shooter elements as well. 
so she's going to be fighting a horde of different enemies in this uh in this world that she crashed into it looks it does look really interesting uh, i i am i am interested in it I, i'm looking forward to seeing more from this game as well from that game as well so um then an interesting game that i may go back into when it comes up on my screen but i forgot what it was called it was called goodbye something it, it, this was an interesting game because i think they're going to be touching on uh some interesting things some real world uh, situations using cartoon like animals that are gonna come to life in a sense uh so i i'm intrigued by this one because i think there's gonna be a lot of games that are gonna be coming on like that they're gonna be touching on what happens in the mind of kids it, it, um during these things you know it seemed like something that involved mental health I, I, I might say so um i'll get back to that when that comes on my screen uh lauren lean uh what is this lauren lanny presented Oddworld Soulstorm and we haven't seen an Oddworld game in quite some time not to this extent not to this level in depth um and this looked spectacular if you know everything you would expect an Oddworld game to be this is going to be it um the gameplay looked it's just going to be a different type of gameplay because you know the cameras panned out to let you see a lot of great detail of your character of your odd world character you know going is this looks like a puzzle uh, action adventure puzzle game at best but it looks stunning the amount of detail in the game looks spectacular and uh you know odd world fans will get their um new fix for <laughs> an odd world presentation uh so that's awesome we also got a chance to check out a creepy first person japanese horror game called ghostwire tokyo which is scheduled to come in 2021 it looks amazing kind of reminded me of um astro change in a, uh, in a sense so it has that type uh sorry that type of element to it as well another game called jet the far shores is coming in holiday 2020 um gearbox publishing counter and counterplay games present godfall uh which is an awesome looking game coming in 2020 holiday 2020 to be exact as well now here's the thing there's a lot of games that said holiday 2020 including the spider-man game as an indication that we may see this game come in 2000 in 2020 to playstation 5 and i say that because no release date has been mentioned for the playstation 5 yet so this could be that it is for the playstation 5 by holiday 2005 um, I'm looking, by the way, I'm looking at the, uh, destruction all-stars on my screen right now. This looks awesome. This looks awesome. It's like a team of characters that you could characterize, that you could be able to, um, customize and the cars that you'd be able to customize, but your job is to crash. There's a, there's a overwatch feel to this game as well. The other thing too, that I'm seeing that I didn't mention is that while you're crashing in the cars, I think your character will be able to get out the car and you're going to have to find a way to not get hit by these other cars while you're in the field or find another way in a car you're going to be hanging around it's going to be some really wacky crazy fun stuff going on in this game i am i'm looking forward to it. what i'm hoping because this looks very overwatch this this has is reeks of overwatch type of um of a feel to it that this is not an online only game that there will be some offline elements to this game as well 
as well like i i i love overwatch i love what they did i can't wait to overwatch 2 comes out i'm looking very much forward to overwatch 2 coming out but i want more offline gameplay than i do and some story elements to these games as well so hopefully all of that will come into this but uh destruction all-stars is something i guarantee you i have on my radar guarantee so going back to um where was I at? To guy, um, I was at to the, to talking about the holiday season. They didn't actually have a date for all this. Um, by the way, shout out to um, Mike Greer and Josh Greer, who are brothers and people of color, working for or working on the um, for Amber Games. I was really pleasantly um, happy to see that there were some um, people in our industry out there. There's starting to be. Some people are in the industry. In fact, I, by the way, down the line, I will have some uh, guests on our show that is also working on some other games. And it's a they're, they're, uh, it's a black founded and created company as well. They have made their scene their, um, themselves on the radar as well. So I'm looking forward to seeing it. But, um, you know, shout out to the guys at Amber Lab because this Kenna Bridge of uh, Spirit game looks like it's going to be uh, really interesting it's going to make an impact absolutely especially on a playstation 5 so um moving on we got godfall coming out holiday uh 2020 could be coming out for the playstation 4 and 5 i think some games will be available on a playstation 4 because normally what happens that they somehow transition some games so uh for those who won't be able to get a playstation 5 yet and considering everything that's going on right now it will be smart for them to make two versions right now because i don't think depending on how much the playstation 5 will be it's possible that not everybody will be able to get that as of yet so that's just going to be the reality of it and if we get if we encounter a second wave of coronavirus yeah i see a lot of decline happen in our economy so let's cross our fingers on a lot of things going down the line um we also have a new adventure platformer called Solar Ash coming in 2021. We have a new Hitman game. Hitman 3 is finally coming uh, January 2021. So uh, a lot of fans of that uh, series will finally get there what they've been asking for for quite some time. It looks actually awesome. Of course, everything is looking awesome on the PlayStation 5 right now. Uh, then they also showed a PS5... Um, a new game from uh, PS5 would call Astro Playroom, and I will talk about that little a little more. I'll move on from that because I didn't quite understand what they were doing with that game, and if it, it, it involved the bots that we saw on PlayStation Three and Four, I believe that will be. Uh, so I think this is going to be maybe some sort of internal game for the PlayStation Five, possibly. I don't know what that's going to consist of, but um, it's another uh, new adventure title. Uh, kind of centric title that's coming out as well called Little Devil Inside. Uh, beautifully, beautiful, beautiful looking game. Very artistic uh, looking is, you know, has a different type of control style. Now, that game that I was telling you about called uh, Goodbye uh, Something is just on right now. It's a it looks very animated. Uh, and what I love about it is that they're all animals. It's like animals that can walk, talk, whatever. And there's some represent really interesting look of representation here like some of the animals 
looks like they they could be of african-american descent there was some caucasian descent and like the hairstyles are you know very representative uh, representative of art you know the black community i recognize that and there and there's some other representations in here as well but they're all animals and it looks like it's focusing on you know some of the some of the things that goes on during high school and some of the pressures that goes on in high school so i'm i'm absolutely interested in this it's called goodbye volcano volcano high so although it's cartoony looking and it has um and it's coming out in 2021 although it's uh you know cartoony looking i think it's going to be touching on some serious things in there and it had it, it just gave off that vibe to that so as i mentioned little devil inside uh is going to be coming out soon then we get to the premiere of NBA 2K21, which was presented by NBA star Zion Williamson of the New Orleans Pelicans, presenting it. I'm gonna, I gotta admit, it looks incredible, but then again, all 2K games do look incredible. And then you play the game. <laughs> now, despite the fact that 2K games dropped the ball with the uh wwe 2k series due to the fact that ukes left and resigned from working with them leading to them saying now you know our value and look at that look what happened that probably will go down as the worst wwe game of all time uh as a result of the uh the funk relationship of both wwe and ukes and ukes is still uh said to be working on a new wrestling title also, AEW is supposed to be working on a new wrestling title, but it's not necessarily said whether they're going to be working with Aki uh, Company, now known as Sinsifia, uh, Sophia, or whether they'll be working with Ukes. Still undetermined. But um, we will see if we're going to get yet another wrestling title coming from them. Uh, but as for NBA 2K, I, I mean, NBA 2K looks great. I've never, I think... They, they've had some glitches before i've heard complaints about the glitches so it's always said that or thought that the idea of being able to play a new gen game is to not have glitches is to not be able to experience bugs this is supposed to be a new generation type of thing so i think by now me personally i am through with the mindset of this is supposed to be a new generation we're not supposed to have glitches or whatever like that anymore which is supposed to you know the whole point of not having glitches and bugs is to not be able to take us out of the experience so and it, and when you have glitches and bugs even especially in a new game new game console it shows the inferiority of the of the industry or at least the the company or the developers and whatnot it, it just shows so I hope that they find a way to make sure that that does not happen, not only just for 2K, but for all these developers at this point, because we want to see games with fluidity at this point. So we'll see. Uh, then we go to best um, Bestia, uh, Bethesda. I'm sorry. I always mess up their name. Bethesda presented Deathloop, which is coming soon. There was no date for that. Um, also coming which was a big deal resident evil 8 village uh was announced with a really cool teaser trailer which i thought was <laughs> i thought it was the blair witch uh project at first and that's coming in 2021 okay 
we got the Ghostwire game on right now uh, on my screen. And uh, yeah, this looks absolutely creepy as hell. But at the same time, I am very interested in playing this game. This looks mind tripping, mind trippingly creepy. Like there's a part of it that looks, uh, that uh, represent uh, that resembles Japanese horror, but there's other part of it too that is really interesting. Now this is a first person game too, but it's not like a first person shooter. You're gonna be using mystical powers or whatever like that, or you're gonna be in some type of a virtual world that's gonna allow you to do some really cool things. And instead of using guns, which is I'm new, that's I think that's the turn off for me. You're gonna be using some type of a you know abilities or powers or mystical powers or whatever or virtual powers or whatnot to get through the game so i for that reason i may be interested and wanted to check this game out so yeah this just this game looks freaky but in a great way matrix meets astral chains meets like yeah this is crazy ghostwire tokyo man yeah, I may may want to jump on that. And even though it's a first person game, this may change my my ways, my, my views of first person games. So it it's awesome. So moving on to my list, we got we talked about Resident Evil 8 uh Village, which I thought was the Blair Witch project. Because I know that game is coming out soon for uh for the Nintendo Switch and I think other games. But no, it ends up being a new Resident Evil game. Eight is coming out. I think they're going a different route with that too. Uh, I think it I don't know if it looked like it was going first person or not, but we will see. Uh, we got a new sci-fi game called Pragmata, which is coming out in 2022. This is, in fact, the further. This this is like not even coming out in all next year. I've never. This is the first game and only game that said 2022. That's very interesting. Then another big surprise comes in the form of Horizon Zero Dawn. We get to see Alo. She's back. She looks better than ever. And she looks fantastic. And the new game will be called Forbidden West. It looks like she's going to be traveling to different parts of the world, discovering some new things. I tell you this because there was the situation where this came out exactly around the same time Zelda Breath of the Wild came out. There were some similarities that a lot of people wanted to compare to and debate to. And I will just say this. There needs to be no limits to what she can do in this game because the part of what took away from the, the contrast and comparison of Breath of the Wild is that you got Link who could climb up mountains. Not only could he climb up mountains, but when he climbed up mountains, he didn't have the stamina to climb up. So he had to, you had to build up that stamina. You had to keep uh, you know, upgrading Link to build stamina to be able to climb walls longer or uh, mountains longer. Then... The other thing that needs to be done is that if she's in a climate, you know, the climate change needs to really mean something. It needs to matter. So you can't be in like a skimpy, scantily clad outfit in the wintertime and it's not affecting you. That cannot happen. Whereas, like I said, you know, they focused on perspective in Breath of the Wild. And that's what made it so great. Like when he's in a winter, it will affect him. If he's not if he's wearing light clothing and he's in a wintertime, his energy depletes and he dies if he doesn't put on warmer gear. If he's in a if he's in a desert and he's wearing like if he's wearing too much layers, he depletes his energy and he dies of heat exhaustion. So they there was some really good perspective 
a lot of great perspective in that in that game that I felt would have helped the the first Horizon Zero Dawn game. It was visually beautiful. There was I mean like photorealistically beautiful. That was no debate about that. But there lies a lot of limits that to that game that I hopefully they go back now and they really get to see and work on that this time around. So so I think that will help the game experience a lot better this time around too. But off absolutely a great game. So there was unfortunately there was no release dates for that. Uh, and I, for all of these games, there's no guarantees that any of these games are coming out what they said when they're coming out, especially with everything going on with uh, COVID-19 right now. And God knows what's going to happen during if a possible second wave actually hits, especially the way that our country is reacting to it at this time. It's just it's just crazy. Then after after all of this. We finally get the debut of the PlayStation 5. A new sleek white design that looks amazing. It looks like it looks like a a I, I hate to use the word sexy. I would never use the word sexy in, in regards to a device, because that's just pathetic. But it's really sleek new the uh, design it, I, I i don't know how to articulate what i can think of this at this time but it's a beautiful design uh that looks like a really cool pc tower you know it looks like a server i mean like a server tower or something that nature it looks like my tower that i have in my office right now but smaller more compact and what's even best about it there's two versions of it and you know i'm so happy about that folks because during the Xbox One and the PlayStation 5, uh, 4 era, and the Nintendo Switch to that extent, we've always had this debate about physical copies versus digital copies. There are people like me who are digital downloaders religiously. I've been doing it for years. Had always had my, to this day, I can still go back on the PlayStation, on my PlayStation account and play games that are dating back to the PlayStation Vita, the play, the PSP games. I still have them. If I, I still have my entire PS3 log with me that I'm still playing. Sony has never not allowed you to play those games. And now... Thanks to them, and they listen to our crowd, and they listen to the internet and the social media and whatnot. There are two versions that are going to be available: one for those who like physical copies, and a new one which is all digital, which means it's going to be a hard drive, probably a few terabytes big, that is going to allow us to be able to download directly into it. And guess who's getting that one? <laughs> There's no doubt. I am getting the digital version. So there is no debate for that. Um, I'm really interested in what they're going to do because it's possibility they may have different versions. They may have a five ter. I I, I think they're going to be more than just a terabyte. I think they're or I think it's probably going to be three to five terabytes maybe. Because a lot of what is said is that some of these games are going to be huge, and I mean freaking ginormously huge like we talked about final fantasy being like i think 100 gigs i think there are going to be a lot more games that are probably going to be more than that to that extent some of them but um yeah uh i think they're probably i'm predicting three minimum terabytes which is like 3,000 gigs to maybe five 
or even maybe 10 because as the years gone by like terabyte drives are cheaper and are much cheaper than they ever were in fact it may be time for me to get a new uh hard external hard drive as well um but nonetheless man it, it this is going to be awesome i'm looking forward to this uh it, it looks great I, I i love what they're doing with this and not only that it comes with a media remote and this is the other thing i love about the playstation because they know that people like me watch i have a media player and they've always collaborated with media players and and uh, software that allow you to stream your files from your computer bluetooth wi-fi directly onto there and now you have a remote control with it so that is awesome these guys do think of they do think ahead and it's going to come with um some quality headphones as well i don't know i don't know if they're wireless or not but uh, i'm hoping they're wireless and bluetooth ready but i'm all for it um i do want to note though this is what i found to be very interesting is that in the presentation which was a little bit little bit dis uh concerning uh disturb um oh well concerning to me when they presented the PlayStation 5, they showed video clips and footage of their staff at, Play at Sony Interactive. And I could swear, and if I'm still talking, yeah, I will be still talking about this because it will be playing. I will watch this as it's going on because I got it on my screen as I said. But I could have sworn out of their, all of their staff and as much as i appreciate what sony has done last week and in regards to you know going dark and and muting uh in, in honor of black lives matter and george floyd uh in a memorial that happened on that day i was really disappointed when i saw the staff there and only found and saw one black staff member in a sea of many shown in the segment like i said a speck of pepper in a sea of salt and if sony and all these other companies really want to represent our community and really want to give opportunity they really need to start hiring way more of us it's so much it's so much god we're i mean i, I mean I, I don't want to take it to that is take it back to the situation prior but god this it's just so much it is so much it is so much that we need to build i don't know how long it's going to take but man All the time that we've taken to have the American dream, like everybody else, to be able to have dream jobs like this. And when we get held back to not have that opportunity only for one of us out of a thousand of thousands and millions of us to get these opportunities. When there's a sea of us that has the ability to make it out here, to be able to change the world just like everybody else. And we only see one of us get out there. That's horrible. 
It's deplorable. Even, and I get it. Sony respectfully did what they did last week, and they do get points every once in a while for stuff like that. But at it, it, in its totality, they need to do better. All of you need to do better. We have the ability to change the world. We have the ability to make the world better. We've always wanted to make the world better. We've always wanted to be creative. But this is what systemic racism does. So I digress. Nonetheless, I like the system. I like what it does. But that right there, out of at the end, just brought reality to me. It, it, it is what it is. And it ain't what it ain't is what someone once said. But not only that, um, you know, so we the other thing that note, too, is that, like I mentioned before, there's no release dates announced as of yet, as well as there is no price that was announced. And I guess I, I believe with when it comes to that, when it comes to that, that they're I think they're holding out. I think they're holding out due to the circumstances of what's going on out here. Um, just economical wise, which I think is a, it's, it's something that they have to do. I mean, I could be wrong, but they could already have the price, which I think if I was them, I would hold off on it because look what happened with Apple. I, I, I haven't checked Apple's, you know, statistics of how much they sold the new iPad. I just think it was bad timing because they premiered this right when all these jobs are being lost i mean we're still there's still a huge unemployment factor like all those people who who lost their jobs all those people who lost their businesses are the same people who would be buying ipads right now and new ipads or whatnot there's a huge decline right now that's going on in the world it's transparent and I don't know. So maybe I, I'm thinking strategically. I would think that Sony. Oh, by the way, did 2K. Did I mention that 2K Games is coming out in the fall of 2020? Didn't mention that before, but yeah, that, their claim is coming out fall 2020, which means again, it could be coming out for the PlayStation 4 first. So um, just for putting that there, but um, yeah as far as economical wise i would wait because they're talking about a second wave hitting us soon which can take out unfortunately a lot more people it can make it a lot of before we get this vaccine or whatnot you know nothing has been you know set in stone and this could be another decline so there was rumors out right now and i'm going to call it rumors um claiming that people that uh, Amazon leaked the prices for the PlayStation 5 or whatnot. Here's the thing. I don't think people understand. When they see prices or when they see dates coming for the PlayStation... Like, some, I had a, a conversation with somebody a while back about release dates of a certain game. And it said 12-31-2020. I learned this by... I discovered this when looking at the Nintendo eShop. When you see that date, that's a default date. That does not mean anything. In fact, there's absolute guarantee that none of the games that say 12-31-2020 is the actual date. It is a default date that they put in 
because they don't have a set date as to when they're actually going to come out with yet. So even if um, you see that on Amazon, it does not mean that it is what it is. It could be a default price of what it is. And I don't think anybody's going to pay, even in today's market, is going to pay $700 for that game. $500, I think, is going to be the most that people pay for the PlayStation that's my and even like i said and it may actually go down it may be 450 it could be 400 again because of the economy uh right now it it, it could be any of that so and it depends on what xbox i don't know if xbox actually put out a price yet if, uh, if i'm correct i didn't see a price for um for them at all for the xbox 36 i mean for the xbox series one uh so let me look that up series x price did they put a price out yet? Xbox One. Don't expect it to be any cheaper than four. Okay, so no price has been done yet. They're just speculating on certain places. So no, nothing has been um, set in stone for them yet either. So I think there's going to be. It could be a wait out period too because if you guys remember at E3, Xbox not only had a bad presentation. But they also reveal their price, which led to Sony backtracking on them and saying their price, which was $100 lower than what Xbox was doing. And that was part of the reason why they won. So this could be a stall. You just This could be a stall out moment, too. This could be a stand uh, standstill waiting to see who's going to present whatever price is what. So that could be also a factor, too. But at this time, we're just going to have to wait on that and uh see we're just gonna wait and see what's gonna happen here in regards to that but you know that was the entire presentation i thought it was a hell of a presentation i thought they did a fantastic job uh with all of the games this had this this presentation was the sony that we all knew and loved here and uh it was greatly appreciated so we had a poll for the um that i put out on our acmg facebook group it's funny too because i'm watching the um horizon zero dawn trailer right now and at first i really did thought a lot of us did think that it was god of war it was a new god of war game coming out so um and that's still you know that's still you know probably coming in 2021 or 22 no doubt but i put out a poll on the acmg facebook group that um asked the following it said what do you think was the best announcement of the entire PlayStation 5 reveal presentation. Overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly, the votes went on to Spider-Man Miles Morales as the biggest announcement and best announcement of the entire presentation. Uh, that was followed up by what I'm looking at now is uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, which is, uh, yeah, that you know, Aloe was a very, very loved character. When it came out third is resident evil village i was very surprised there were single votes too i was very surprised that somebody put in uh, grand theft auto expansion as cool as that was i was very like of all the things that you picked that was it there's like a bunch of new exciting games coming out and it's just an in grant and you picked grand theft auto it was just an expansion from a game that's already out like there's a lot of new games coming out plus a, no, a lot of sequels to other games that are coming out that was the one made hey, to each his own that's what the voting is all about it's their choice i, I was just very surprised at that to, um, to that extent but 
you know, Miles Morales is, you know, Spider-Man was one of the hottest titles of the PlayStation 4. I will not be surprised if it is, again, one of the hottest titles of the um, of PlayStation 5. And especially now more than ever because of what's going on right now. And Miles Morales being a, a really, really great character in itself. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm so much looking forward to this. I he looks awesome uh we were wanting we were wanting to play him during the first one too and now we get to see it again now we get to see this again so i am all for this so where we're at now with the uh this what game i'm trying to fast forward this here this is oh the death loop game which actually this is a game another game that star that's going to be starring two african-american characters which is going to be interesting because they're trying to kill each other in a world where like the guy is the actual you know he keeps he keeps relooping his death because every time he comes back to life they hunt him down <laughs> so there's going to be some very interesting things with that and now the uh, resident evil trailer is coming let me fast forward to the oh yeah there it is there it is there it is there it is I want to fast because before I move on, I want to fast forward to the premiere of the PlayStation 5 console. And what it is actually is not the staff at Sony, but in fact, staff members and developers from different all of the different uh, companies that are work who've worked on a game for it. And I paused it right now because I'm counting the amount of people of color or black people that I see in this thing so they have like a collage of all the different developers right now and i have actually counted out of one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve it's probably at least 50 people in here and i'm these are just representatives of the company it's probably a little bit more but i'm guarantee you there's still not nearly enough and I've only seen out of this whole collage, now I need to screen print this, there's only two people of color, or two black people, in this entire list. Some of them, are, the rest of them are rather Asian or Caucasian. And we need to change this. We need to change this bad. We need to change this bad. Not just this industry, but a lot of industries as well. So I just wanted to point that out, but um, yeah. As far as um, the PlayStation, we'll see. We'll see uh, when the release date comes in. We'll, it's it's highly it's highly possible that it will be during the holiday season because it will be. It's just a matter of how much. And again, this may be a stalemate between them and Xbox. Who knows? But we'll find out soon enough. There's a lot to talk about. There's a lot of hope for right now. <sighs> And there's a lot going on in the world right now as well. So we'll, we will see. So let's move on. There isn't actually going to be a, a final stage review this week. But I do want to talk about my experience with My Hero uh, Academia 1's Justice 2 in uh, their new update. But before I do that, I do want to talk about this other game that I want to uh I was going to review but I, I just yeah I'm not <laughs> but I 
Tales of Vesperia, which is a very beloved action RPG that came out for the Xbox 360 um, some time ago during those days. And I, when I owned the Xbox 360, it was one of the games I, I bought. And while it is a beautiful game, I love the character design. Uh, I even got the anime, too. And felt, I felt the same way about the anime as what I felt about the game as well. Uh, while I love the character design, I love the, uh, the voice acting performances. Troy Baker is in this and a lot of other really great quality heavyweight actors that, have, uh, that are, do voices on many anime and animated shows and, and video games and such. I, you know, the game was just, I, I couldn't get into it fully enough to really enjoy it as much a lot of it had to do with gameplay a lot of it had to do with just it just dragged for me and i just lost interest in the game but for some reason i felt like i shouldn't have lost interest in this game i mean it's a reason why this game has spawned many sequels before it and all this stuff but something about this game i just it just it, I, I just really lost interest in it so I said figure I figured someday I would probably jump back into it because I knew there were other versions that have come out or other games that it came out with it but to my advantage um the place they uh, they managed to move away from the Xbox world because it was an exclusive at the time and now now they actually had it available for all the systems including the Nintendo Switch so the definitive edition is out and I decided to want to try to get a second attempt at playing this game again see if i missed out on some things that i shouldn't have missed out on maybe it was more fun than i thought it was before and the game this time around is more tolerable to play than the last time i played it on an xbox i, I will admit that this time uh this version provides gamers with the full game plus all of the dlc content that was provided during the game's original run so that's cool i don't i didn't have to pay all the extra crap that a lot, of, a lot of other people had to at the time so this includes different costumes for each of the playable characters in the game yet they are there are some items some clothing items that i think you still have to search for in a game as well uh so, that i have to look out for so i gotta still go back to play that while the narrative is still a bit of a drag to me the performances of the actors portraying the characters were always the strong point of for the game uh for you know it was always like especially hearing troy baker he, like any game that that man's in it's just awesome it is just absolutely awesome so always uh one of it's always just one of the strongest elements of the game for me oh i want to point out too um there is going to be a camera that goes with the playstation as well i forgot to mention that um and it looks like two game controllers for one of these things that are coming out too. So um, we'll see. We will see. But going back to Tales of Vesperia, I, I, you know, the, narr the narrative was okay, drag a bit. The uh, performance was strong. The dialogue was always enjoyable. Uh, and I think the, the dialogue to me was just as great in a sense because they always interacted all the time which is you know as you're going and traveling they stop to have a conversation or whatnot as great as that was though and it you know i think the interaction also hindered my game experience as well because i, I there were 
there was a heavy amount of dialogue in this game, while the while the action and the gameplay always felt flat to me. Uh, especially when it came to you know the action RPG elements, and you compare that to that of games like the new Secret of, of Mana, um, Final Fantasy VII Remake, and I know it's to some cases it, it somewhat you could say it's unfair, and in some cases you can say no. But I, I just wasn't a fan of the. I know they were trying to interplay the the turn-based RPG element along with an action-based core. I think Final Fantasy VII did a much better and more successful job at blending and merging the two and assimilating the two gameplay elements together to make a really cool action RPG game. Uh, If they thought about that theoretically back then with this game, I think the gameplay would have been a lot more exciting and much better to play. Uh, Secrets of Mana also kind of um, plays off of the Final Fantasy VII Remake you know, game style as well. Makes it a lot more fun to play. Uh, either way, I spent more time than I ever did the first time around playing that game. So it still has some issues that I had with the game, such as the navigation was one of the biggest things that I hated about this game because the game provides you know a way of no way of knowing where to go whether you're in a city area or walking out of the territories to travel to the next town or city you you sometimes had a hard time finding out where do you need to go and i thought that was always a big problem you would think that if they come out with this other version it wasn't exactly remastered by any stretch but at least put in some effort to add a new feature that allow you to find exactly where to go because otherwise you're you're clueless and there's going to be some times where for me personally i got off the game came back on the game and you need to know where to go remember where to go on the map you do have some sort of a light that i believe is supposed to guide you to yet to to where you need to go but yet it does not do so uh successfully in a sense that i found myself going in circles especially during the times when i was sailing on the boat I swear to goodness, I could not find the area that I, I, that's where I'm stuck at right now with this thing. So the other thing that I would, I, I tried doing is reading the synopsis, uh, in the game's menu, but it doesn't help because it either, it doesn't help either because it records vague information to what you need to do next. You know, that's what that, that part right there always pissed me off. Um, I, I really wish that they would have updated the game for better guide for a better guidance system of navigation um, and better info on where you need to go and everything. But that takes away from it. And plus, the dialogue is just way too much and is way too long for me. As much as I do enjoy the banter between certain characters interacting with each other, it just drags it along. I mean, like overall, it's still an okay game, but it's not like something that I. It, it, I don't know. I know many fans of the game love this in a sense like I you know I like it to a degree but it didn't even ever give me the feel of an experience like I would with Breath of the Wild or Final Fantasy 7 I think Final Fantasy 7 Remake was a phenomenal balance of you know interaction dialogue gameplay story narrative character development you know and, and they made you really love those characters Secret of Mana made you really like those characters they were really intriguing characters to want to get to know and enjoy and want to be around this wasn't it 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 really kind of to me it felt like kind of 
shallow in comparison to the other two. Um, if anything, I would give this a B minus if I was to grade it. It, it. But I haven't played it yet. But right now, my experience is a B minus overall, and I think it's going to be the same way at the end. The good part is because this is the definitive edition, and they give you all the DLC stuff, and in a uh, I believe the starter packages as well, which helps you level up a lot faster. You could breeze through the game very easily. You know, at least you don't have to go through any uh, tediousness of building up your and leveling up like you would before. It's just, I guess they just want you to enjoy the story. The story is okay. I, as far as the anime, I watched the anime once and I fell asleep. Like after I think the half hour, forty five minutes of it. I don't know. Maybe I'll try to get it watched that too. But I'm, I don't know. I don't know. I, I Tales of Vesperia is something that I really wasn't too much of a fan of as well on that note but I'll still be playing it it was good enough for me to play but I'm gonna play other games and just maybe go back to it it's like a book that you're not really interested in but you want to see how it finishes through but it's just not intriguing or exciting or enticing enough for you to want to invest all of your time you know you know consistently with it in a sense so you know it is what it is with that but I, I won't rule it off as a bad game at all it's just not a very well polished game and even today today's standards is kind of outdated in a sense as well so if you're in it for nostalgic purposes and you enjoyed the game yeah it's awesome for you <laughs> but i'm still i'm still good on that one what i can tell you now is the final thing that i want to talk about I this is my up this is technically my updated review <laughs> of a game that I've already played before and we just talked about it but my hero academia one's justice uh new update review of this because now they've added something that I talked about in my previous episode if you heard the the previous um clip that I put on this show and that is the English voice casting i'm talking cal a bear which you heard on the uh the um soundbite of, of the show um you know all might uh chris sabbath and all these other characters they finally put them on here and i mentioned before that if you put the english cast on here which these guys if you're not from this country and i have a friend on our facebook group who is from japan and you know she loves the subs and she only listens to she only i think she said she only watches uh dragon ball and i forgot what other one she said she watched but what she didn't know is like all right if you think that they're good but the other ones are not i gotta tell you something all of the actors on one winds up being the voices of all the others like these guys are contracted to work voices for all of them that's how talented they are so you can't say one is bad and the other one is because you're saying that the other person is just as bad as the other one so it's one of those anime uppity type of uh things that i i, I usually rubs me the wrong way in the system not that i say she rubs me the wrong way but it's just one of those things that it's one of those pretentious type of things that we need to get out of our uh get out of doing but the game just like i said what was going to happen when i reviewed the game before this game became much more enjoyable hearing our favorite actors reprising their roles such as chris sabba as all might justin brenner as midoriya azuko midoriya um cal abear as fat gum and many 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 more of your favorite funimation 
contracted actors. I mean, these guys go to cons everywhere, and they are like damn near rock stars. So much to the point I don't know some how if some of them can handle their fam their fame to the degree. Uh, I'll just leave it at that. But this, all, they're all in the game. Um, the, the upload took. Uh, it was a big. It was a big, big, big update. Um, took a while for for the uh, download to go in, which means they, you know, there was a lot being added on it, a lot of voice acting. They had to reprise all of those scenes from the, the uh, story mode or whatnot, and it's awesome. While I still wish that they would have a more elaborate story mode in the fashion of what we saw from games like Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm, uh, Dragon Ball Xenoverse, and Kakarot, having the English cast there definitely brings so much more quality and importance to this game this is now the fourth shonen jump game by bandai namco to ever get the full treatment of dual audio the other series like dragon ball naruto and just recently one punch man is now making this the fourth making my hero academia the fourth and hopefully not the last to get this type of treatment uh i always i always joked about that it was like a budgeting issue trying to get these guys to do it but i think also uh that i said it before my hero academia has made it it, it, as far as fans of the anime this is part of like the top five best animes right now and that's with naruto being in there and that's dragon ball being in there um and it's debatable what's number five some people would say one punch man some people will go to another thing but my hero academia is on the top five list of hottest uh, anime series right now and for them not to have a game with the complete english cast on air and it is you could say a lot of you otaku or anime uppity bastards can say what you want those guys are have, have some popularity they have a lot of popularity they don't get they don't get asked to be at cons and panels and stuff if they didn't have any form of popularity. That's just what it is. Um, no, it is exactly what it is. Those guys are well known. They are well established and very talented. That is the truth. So they are now on the game, and I gotta tell you, I had so much fun with full of glee playing this game because the original game. As much as I love the, the you know the Japanese uh, audio, I also had to read all of the text that they had in there, which is like it it could be a little bit tedious while playing and trying to read what's going on all the time. But now the audio is in there, and you can really you know because we all speak the lang- our native language, we now get into we can now get into the the. Um, the game a little bit more I'm, I'm much more immersed into the game than i ever was before um when i reviewed the game i gave it a b minus due to its lack of english audio and subpar story mode uh but mostly for the lack of the audio cast however with this new and much needed update and i would i commend bandai namco because i was unaware i think a lot of people were not aware that they were doing this and shout out to kyle a bear himself because he posted on instagram that this was happening and i immediately like what (laughs) i jumped right on this i because they didn't even announce this on um the bandai uh namco facebook page 
this was not told. Cal A. Bear was the one that mentioned this, and I jumped right on it, and I'm like, this is major. And it is major. This is a big deal. So, while, like I said, like, while, while, however, um, this was a much needed update. Bandai Namco made this game much more enjoyable um, from my experience, not just for the English cast, but also the patches that help the game stability as well like i the game feels much better this time around like they they did a lot of they did quite a bit of improvements in here um the game no longer lags or slows down like they like it did before when certain um animations happen and certain uh modes happen so there's a there's some patches in the game as well uh since the last time i first reviewed it and now because of these new additions i'm now changing the grade from a B minus to a B plus and only because it would have been much better if they had a better story mode was a little bit like if they gave it the the, the type of treatment that ultimate ninja storm had it would have gotten an A but a don't but but they don't but the English cast makes a big difference in the playability of this game it, it's it feels so awesome and I, what I like about the game anyway is because it reminded me of old games like Psychic Force, uh, which had the same type of, you know, gameplay, except they everybody was flying around in the, in the air in the arena battle. Um, it has it. There's ultimate is the feel of Ultimate Ninja Storm. There's also the feel of uh, Psychic Force in there as well. And I love both of those games. So as an arena fighter fighting game, this is it was it's a very enjoyable game. And like I said, the mission mode is much better this time around. And um the costume the customizations is much better so this is now a b plus game um for them doing this i had i you know i talked about it last time you know not agreeing with the price uh of it because that they kind of j- now justifying it so in honor of them i did put in and invest it in the dlc that is coming out because hawk is out now and i've not i've yet to play um i've yet to play the game that uh or i'm sorry not play the game i had yet to watch the actual anime that included hawk and air so i i need to go back and watch go on the funimation now and watch the late the latest episodes of my hero academia because hawk apparently is supposed to be a badass and if he's any way as cool and awesome as he is in the uh in this game i'm looking forward to seeing him in the anime as well so uh if you're a fan of my hero academia and you love the voice actors from the U.S. as well as the ones from Japan. Now you got the option to play as both, and I do now definitely recommend this to fans of the game series and anime fans in general as well. This is a really, really great added update, a much-needed update to this game, and hopefully they'll continue to do this uh, from this point on. So, thank you, Bandai Namco. Thank you. I will wrap this episode up. Thank you, everybody, for coming on to the show and uh, tolerate me for like an hour and 30 minutes here. It's one of the longest ones. This usually does stretch out when it comes to doing rundowns of E3 or whatever like that. This is the time of the year, respectfully. So I'm glad that Sony was able to get it out um, and be able to, you know, bring some happiness to our lives and presenting us with all of the new games that are coming out for the new generation system let's just hope that we all survive to be able to do it because like i said there's a lot going on and change is definitely hopefully coming hopefully coming we can't do it without all of you we need all of you 
I'm not afraid to say that. We need all of us to come together to do this so we can all enjoy all of our favorite fandoms together, folks. So let's do it. Folks, thank you once again for being a part of this show. Uh, Again, this Sunday, Artemis Falls is out on Disney+, and I think that's what I'm going to review. Unfortunately, I did not hear too many good reviews about it, but I'm going to check it out anyway and give my two cents about it. So... Just for the just for the reason, it's free. So, well, technically, it's not free because we're paying a monthly fee for it. But we would have had to go to the movies to see it originally, but now it's there. Um, so we will be reviewing that this Sunday, or I will be reviewing that this Sunday on Talk Time Live Prime. I do want to take the time to thank Podbean because Podbean this week has featured. ACMG presents Talk Time Live on their featured podcast list on Pop B. Thank you so much. It is an honor to be noticed <laughs> on your platform. It is awesome. And in fact, you can check out ACMG presents Talk Time Live on not only Podbean, but you can also check it out on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Pocket Cast, Amazon Alexa. I looked at my information and apparently you could listen to this in way more other places than I'm mentioning. But in particular, those that are major platforms that you can listen to as well. And of course, TalkTimeLive.com, which you can also find all of our episodes there, but also our exclusive episodes of all of our favorite people in the world of anime comics movies games from game developers to actors and in, in the world of anime movies uh you name it is on air uh producers writers whatnot you can listen to it all on talktimelive.com going there and then going into our exclusive page to directly find all of them very easily there uh, you can also type in talktimelive.com forward slash exclusives and you can find it there i don't rare i don't advertise as much as i should but you can also check out our acmg facebook group where you could go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash acmg1 if you're 18 or older with a legit actual legit profile page of five years or older you will be able to go in there as an exclusively private page for um those who want to enjoy and it's an adult page too so i mean like you're we're all adults we're sophisticated but we love all this you can go in there check it out have fun be a part of all that is uh to offer on that page as well i do have an acmg face um acmg presents talk time live uh page as well uh and there too you could go to talktimelive.com I mean, not TalkTimeLive.com. You can uh, type in at TalkTimeLive on Facebook and you should be able to find it there. And you can follow up on all of our episodes when they arrive and uh, get a heads up on what's going on from there. Maybe some new information that comes along every so often as well. So go out of your way to check it out there and uh, enjoy it. Just enjoy it all that we can provide. So hopefully I can give you more information as the time goes by, but you never know what happens in the world of ACMG. So, folks, thank you so very, very much for again. And thank you all for your support, especially the people who have listened to my last episode regarding um, Just Mercy and uh, my experience of systemic racism and everything that has happened. Thank you. Uh, we got some new followers on the show, and I deeply appreciate it. So let's not waste any time. Let's get out of here. On behalf of myself, this is Dak Xavier Josiah saying, learn to let go, live life, and love all things anime, comics, movies, and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. I am out here. Please, people, stay safe. Black lives matter. We all matter, and we all valued. 
and continue to create a new world for us all. Take care. Music for this episode is provided by Game Chops. Check out these great chiptune tracks and more at music.gamechops.com.